Welcome to the Positively Midlife Podcast. We are college friends now in our 50s exploring midlife together. Join us on this journey filled with honest discussion on the topics and challenges that are important to women at midlife. I am happy to share with our listeners that we are coming to you today from the Cayman Islands on a lifetime bucket list girls trip with our college crew. Tish, how are you doing today in paradise? You know, how could we not be doing <laughs> outstanding, right? The warm breezes from the ocean, the incredible sunshine, you know, that laid back island lifestyle. What's not to love? <laughs> I'm with you in the blue, blue, blue water, you know, and there is something magical about hitting either the open road, a boat, a beach, a resort, a spa, any of these with your besties, especially at this stage in life, at midlife. It's not just a vacation. It's a journey of self-discovery, laughter, and reconnection. So we're so excited to dive into today's topic, which is all about the incredible power that comes from going on a girl's road trip or a getaway at midlife. I mean, who doesn't love that great adventure, right? Yeah. And you know what, Tish, we're not just talking about the destination. We're talking about the journey too, right? Planning packing, meeting at the airport, belting out our favorite tunes, just pure bliss being with people who have known you forever or that you're getting to know right at this point. And these trips remind us that midlife, it's not about slowing down. It's about embracing life. Wouldn't you say so? Absolutely. Just the conversations alone that we have entered into mean everything. It's so true. And and you know what? Our connections are deeper from this trip and we're going to share it all. No holds barred. We're going to give practical tips and advice on some of the planning we did. Um, and we'll cover everything from like choosing the destination, how to pack. And I'm not going to say packing light because there was not one person on this trip that packed light. Nobody packed light. <laughs> <laughs> as well as maybe staying budget friendly if that's what your crew needs. So, Ellen, today I think we're going to share some amazing stories, of course, and some insights into why these trips are so transformative, right? We'll be talking about our bonding experiences, newfound confidences in ourselves, mm -hmm. right? That these type of friendships just build in us. And that sense of liberation that comes with exploring the world, but doing it alongside your girlfriends. I love it. So you know what, listeners, if you're considering planning your own girls getaway here at midlife, or you just want some inspiration or some laughter today, this episode is for you. So stay tuned as we embark on this journey to celebrate friendship and adventure at midlife. Ellen? Yes? <laughs> um, 
Uh, I don't. I'm not even sure where we should start, but you know where we do have to go first, right? I do know this, Tish, because you know, even though we've got the best episode coming, I love to start with our obsessions. What do you got for me this week? Okay, so again, I have an eye off to the side, thinking about different Christmas gifts and stuff. But this is also a good gift to yourself. I am always cold, right? I'm always cold. So the idea of taking a shower and the and just getting out of that nice, warm, hot shower into like a cold bathroom or a cold room, I just don't like. So my obsession this week are towel warmers. Mm-hmm. And it's like a little tub, right? And you put your towels in it. You can put a bunch of them and big ones too, the big bath towels and stuff in there. Um, And so when you come out of your shower, you can wrap yourself in these beautiful warm towels. So if you've got a nice big bathroom that can accommodate this this tub for your towel warming, how (laughs) luxurious is that? Or okay, even have your grandkids over. I don't. I know I don't have any of them, but I know a lot of our friends. Do. <laughs> you know, you and I can lament on that. That's another episode when everybody has grandkids, but you, right? No, I. I guess I'm glad you said that you put this appliance in your bathroom because I was wondering in the past I've put things in the dryer and run out and gotten them, you know, blankets. But this is actually something that sits in your bathroom, right? It is. It is. And it looks nice. It's very chic and nice. And, and, um, you know, it's white, but it has like a bamboo like base on it. Um, So it looks attractive in in your bathroom as well. I'm definitely going to look into that. (laughs) So what about you, Ellen? What is your obsession? Well, you know, I'm thinking about Christmas or holiday Hanukkah gifts and, um, I'm going to combine something from the Caymans with something for holidays. I purchased something very special called Seven Fathoms Rum. And it's a rum only made on the Cayman Islands. They put into, I think, American or French oak. And they put it seven fathoms under the water, which is 42 feet. And they leave it there to kind of, you know, develop its flavor and its essence. So. It's the only spirit, allegedly, I'm just going by what they said, that is processed under the water. And it's in a secret location. So I got a few bottles of that on my way out of town. Um, but I'm sure they sell it everywhere. Seven I was going to think you were saying that you went diving for it on your last days. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get to that. I was there two days longer than Tish. And let me tell you the FOMO that we had for people who got there early or stayed late was pretty incredible. All right, Tish, let's jump into this episode, though. Why don't you lead us off? Take the first reason why midlife getaways or road trips are so important to women at midlife. So really, it's about rediscovering adventure, right? So midlife girlfriends trip edition, as we'll call it. So (laughs) You know, it's ex- it's the idea of exploring the importance of these adventures and how girlfriend trips can be a catalyst for our own self rediscovery, getting <laughs> us excited about midlife. You know, it's funny. My my youngest, 
I get this frantic text from him that said, are you okay? Where are you? And I had told him I was going, but he wasn't listening, right? Of course not. And and I said, "Um, yeah, I'm fine. I'm on my trip. He goes, my my life 360 says you are south of Cuba. Where are you? (laughs) Well, honey, I told you I was going on this trip. You didn't tell me you were leaving the country. He said, why are all these fabulous trips coming now that I'm gone? And I said, that's what it's all about, baby. I've done all my work raising you guys. And now it's mom's time. That's why rediscovering adventure at midlife is important. We've done all our work. We've raised the kids. We've launched them. And now it's time that we finally have some time and resources to to put into ourselves. You know, Tish, I couldn't agree with you more. My kids are kind of feeling the same way. But I want us to dig one step deeper, which is I did three things that pushed myself on this trip. And I know we're going to laugh a little bit. This is where it gets silly. But I swam with tarpon that seemed like they were as big as me. It was very difficult. I kissed a stingray and I held a starfish. So all of those have to do with the ocean, which I'm pretty afraid of. I love swimming by the shore. But one of the best things about these trips is that you can really push yourself to have some adventure, have a little adrenaline. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. And I know, especially when we, we were approaching the tarp, doing the tarpon thing, we all had mm-hmm. had lunch. And then after we finished our lunch, we started getting all on our, um, uh, our gear, our snorkel gear. And I could tell your anxiety was, was starting, right? Yeah. That your, that your fear. And I loved that we were all surrounding you <laughs> to make you feel safe, to kind of push yourself out of that mm-hmm. comfort zone. Because one of the things that you said to me that really just made my heart just so fill up was, you know, how proud you were of yourself, of doing something that scared you, and how you would have been so upset if you had sat at the sidelines watching everyone else. Yep. And just to have, I think there were about six of us in snorkeling at that time. Every single person was supportive of me. Nobody was like, don't be afraid. They were like, get in, you've got it. And so it was a really big part for me of the trip. I've lived my life, a lot of my life in fear. I was bit by a crab at the Jersey shore when I was three, just to give some backstory here. In my mind, the crab was about a 20-inch radius. My dad always claimed it was the size of a silver dollar. Regardless, the ocean has been someplace that I've been afraid of. And everyone just even surrounded me in the water, you know, to make it comfortable for me. So that adventure, I know some people need zip lining or, you know, um, skydiving, whatever it is, wherever your comfort zone is on that continuum, push yourself to do something that you're afraid of that gives you that adventure. Do you think that you would have done the swimming with the tarpons if you had been alone or just with like a male friend? 
No, no, because I couldn't be vulnerable the way I was vulnerable with you guys, you all. I mean, I think that's the thing about friendships. All of my friendships are people that I can be vulnerable with. I mean, I was terrified getting in at Stingray City and just swimming with the Stingrays. And I had the opportunity to kiss one. Um, Other people in our group, they were holding one, Kristen. But I couldn't do that. But I was in the water. And our friend Lisa kept saying, they're like puppies, Ellen. They're like puppies. Don't be afraid. And again, it was that I was with a group that was so understood my fear and kind of let me ease into it. And I tried to kiss one the first time and I couldn't. And there was another guy, a a local guy holding it. He was like, get back here. You're not leaving without really kissing this stingray. You know, so I did. And it was really letting people know, too. I'm I'm nervous. This is this is big for me. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people have fear of the water. So I think a lot of people can relate to this. Um, But, you know, we all have our our little fears of something. But to to have a group of friends that can support you through this, encourage you. Now, would I have thought anything less if you said, no, I really can't do this? No. But, you know, I know that this is was a goal that you had was to push yourself. And Mm -hmm. I loved that. It, you embraced it. You did it. Um, you 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 did it in a way that wasn't reckless either. You know, right? So. No, it was a way I felt really comfortable. You know, I'm going to take the second one, Tish, because I think this one is so important as well. It's building lasting connections and yeah. really the unique bonds that are formed during these trips especially at midlife, they just really positively impact our growth and support and build our friendship. And I'm just going to talk about that very first day we were sitting around a table and our friend Felicia videotaped us all talking about what was important to us, why we were there, what we wanted to get out of the trip. It was such a grounding moment and such a connective moment. Absolutely. You know, um, no matter what those, no matter what you choose to do and stuff like that, it's, a, it's about reconnecting. So this group of friends, you know, you're always closer to certain ones than others, right? That's just the, the nature of a big group of friends. But what these kind of um, experiences give you the opportunity is to get that closer connection mm-hmm. to maybe people you weren't as close to. And there's that bonding that happens during a shared experience and the growth that you get from that, the things that you can learn about them, how they've changed, you know, advice you can give to one, advice they can give to another. Mm-hmm. Just think about all the cosmetic knowledge that we acquired <laughs> just being around Felicia and her massive amount of makeup that she just knows what to buy, right? We People were taking pictures of what she buys. I'm telling you, out. we could do a whole episode just on her products and hair tools. Yay. I mean, it was unbelievable. You know, one of the connections I think we made that was so fun is, um, I believe it was Felicia as well, um, asked us each to bring a white dress. And one of our friends, 
from college has just gotten remarried. Congratulations, Karen and James. Um, And we all wore white and we did some super fun photos um, and then did photos at the beach at sunset. And I'm telling you, those laughs and silliness that we had doing that, the jumping, (laughs) the posing, the posering. The the not really jumping when we thought we were jumping. (laughs) Um, But it can be something just as silly as I want to say silly or simple as everybody throwing on a white dress and heading down to the beach and just having fun for a couple hours at sunset. So I think that is something that I know I'm going to put a picture up in my home, just probably one of the funny ones, right? Because that was just so connective to me doing that. I really enjoyed it. Um, And it really did support my friendship with a couple of the gals from our group that I'm not as close to. And I did have that long catch up, you know, the ability to sit in a beach chair, toes in the water, ass in the sand, as our good friend Zach Brown (laughs) fan says, and just really catch up. And I think that's one of the the most phenomenal parts about the trip. All right, Tish, I know you're taking number three for us this week, right? So I want to talk about self-care and empowerment. You know, this idea of nurturing ourselves in midlife through our use of girlfriend trips, right? Yeah. Exploring Mm -hmm. ways in which a midlife girlfriend's trip can provide an opportunity for that self-care and rejuvenation. That idea of empowerment, both individually and collectively as a group. Because I think just on this trip alone, I think I grew as an individual, but I also grew closer to other people. And it's like, you know, how does, how do, how do you grow individually on on a group trip? When you, when you really start embracing and you really start knowing who you are and what's important to you, um, and you're sharing that and it's being reflected as something, you know, uh, that other people recognize in you, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And again, when you have that type of supportive friendships that you can totally be yourself with, um, it's amazing because I think we all have our strengths, we all have our weaknesses and stuff. Um, But that self-discovery that happens during a girlfriend's trip is Mm -hmm. just amazing. Um, You know, just that getting together, cooking together and who does what and how, (laughs) how Lisa puts stuff together and how this one does and just everyone has kind of, you know, chipping in or whatever. But we also, there were times that people kind of just went off, you know, on, on a beach lounger and just, took in the sun and quiet and everybody was okay with that. We would be on walks on the beach and in great conversation. And then I, I would just kind of start falling back and just really savoring the quiet of the moment, the feel of the Mm -hmm. sand on my feet, the feel of the water, the beauty, the smells in my own little world. 
Yeah. And then when I felt like reconnecting, I just, you know, quickened my pace and, and joined up with the group again. And everybody was okay with that. I agree with you. Everybody took the time they needed. One thing for me, and I think this was really apparent with you and most people, was we decided to spend as little time on our phones as we could. Now, our group is photo obsessed. So there was a little um, time on the phone around photos. But, you know, almost all the time, one of our biggest things everyone said that first day was to be present. And part of self-care is disconnecting. I did not check my work email once. Now that is self-care. I'm not sure you did either, Tish. And so I think for a lot of us, finally at midlife, we feel comfortable really unplugging. I wasn't tracking children. I wasn't tracking projects at work nothing. And I think that was another really unique part of a midlife girl's getaway. You're not trying to do 15 different things and have a good time. I think most of us- And when we would forget, Kristen was the best one about, ladies, ladies, be (laughs) present, put the phone down. And there were a couple times where, you know, um, I had, you know, stuff going on with, with my youngest and as you're right, put the phone down. It'll still be there. <laughs> it will still be there. Now, I have to throw this out because this is about self-care. We do have a few midlife snorers on our trip. And oh. One of the things that you need to do when going on a midlife getaway is to really understand people's sleep habits, who gets up early, who wants to sleep in, who, who may snore, you know, all of these things are important at midlife the way they weren't when we used to throw four in a room, you know, for a week somewhere. It's a little bit different. And so I think this time we took care with that, really how people were paired up or, you know, there was a, a almost, that, almost, almost, we almost I got there. I should have been with our snorer because I'm completely deaf in one ear. And I can always sleep on my good ear and not be bothered by snoring. (laughs) I should have been paired with the snorer. (laughs) Well, you know, a little wine and almost all of us snore at midlife, I think. But it's one last A little wine? (laughs) Who had a little wine? You almost had a little wine. (laughs) It Um, was a lot of wine. But, you know, another piece of self-care to me, Tish, was really around the idea of um, of doing what we wanted that you touched on. That is, to me, self-care. No longer feeling like you have to go with a group every second. And one thing I'm going to just throw out there is that I played pickleball a few times. And each time I was with you and Kristen and Nigel, And I really got some confidence. It empowered me. I am now, I'm going to say, kind of pickle obsessed, which you know, I I mean, you missed my last pickle. You missed my last pickling. Um, But um, Lisa joined and she and I were at the same level. And so we were really having fun. And so it really was about empowering me to get that confidence, right? To play, and I'm going to say I'm going to walk away um, as a pickleballer from the trip. I love that. 
but he, here's the thing again this is i think leans into the the self care part of it is we had enough activities planned that we were busy but mm-hmm. we weren't overly structured in our planning that we were exhausted right you know it, it was really a nice balance of doing something and then resting and you know you had a recent trip um road trip a couple months yes. back and it was mm-hmm. the same thing. It was very metered out, you know? Right. So if anybody is thinking of putting a girl's trip together, do not overpack it with activities. That's right. That's it, right. It, it just make it, find your key ones, one to two things a day should really be what you strive for. And that's it. Yes. Let and the rest I, of it be organic. I agree. And being in a house, um, and we want to just throw a big thanks out to our hosts, Nigel and Lisa, um, meant that we could be together with nothing, an activity. There was no activity. It was cleaning the dishes or, you know, they introduced us to this game. I think it's British game. Do you think it's a British game? Empire? Sounds Empire, British. Yes. Uh- I don't, we're going to go with it as British. (laughs) Okay. It sounds British Um, because, you know, the Caymans are, uh, are part of the British overseas something or other. I'm really not, I should have researched that a little bit, but it was a really fun game that we played almost every night. And you really do need six or more people, I think, for it to be, I mean, that's where the laughter came in. Like, insane so something as simple as just playing a game for a whole evening we played it every night every night every night and just real quick you you choose a character it could be a fictional character um you know could be a cartoon character could be a person and then people try to guess who you picked right and the gamut that people would pick it was hilarious it was definitely fun I mean, I learned things from that, who people picked. Absolutely. <laughs> it, it gave me some deep knowledge into friends I've known for like almost 40 years. But <laughs> let's, let's go to our fourth thing, because I think this one is really good as well. Navigating transitions, really using a girl's road trip or a, a getaway for reinvention. We did discuss a lot how... It was a platform for reflection, for embracing change, for talking about this. It could be career shifts, empty nesting, personal growth, or like our friend Karen, who got married after being single for a long time, several years. So I think that um, we all talked about this idea of reinvention and reflection now no journaling you, on this trip i just want to say you and kitty were our final empty nesters that's right and and so it was it made it complete that we were now all empty nesters and sharing what works and what doesn't and supporting each mm-hmm. other during all of that um huge huge sharing moments and stuff like that you know with our our successes and our struggles with our kids, you know? Um, Absolutely. And really like your new job, story. your new mm-hmm. job yep. transition. A lot I mean, people, we, yeah, a lot of people gave me a lot of advice on, um, you know, how to navigate this, these new transitions with my job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I, I really felt heard on this um, as well around how to reinvent myself here, uh, around my job, around being an empty nester, around perhaps going and working, you know, kind of doing this digital nomad idea. We really threw a lot out there. So Tish, yeah. what is our last item here? This is all about creating lasting memories, right? And that midlife girlfriend trips should be such a source of joy. You know, exploring that joy and fulfillment that comes from creating these memories together. Um, These will be memories I will carry the rest of my life. These are lifelong friendships. And this was a trip of a lifetime for me that happened at midlife. You know, (laughs) I talk about our friendship to a lot of people and I know a lot of people don't have these and they, they kind of inquire about it. And I said, you know, this type of friendship with this size of a group takes effort. You know, I, I think Faye being our super connector, mm-hmm. uh, Kathy B is very much a super connector that, that brings people together, that gets people together. Um, I think that's really key. We had a couple friends that didn't make it on this trip. We are already planning another one that is going to celebrate um, as we start to all turn 60, which it, it blows my mind because of course we look 29, but (laughs) (laughs) um, I want us all to be there because, you know, I I think, you know, making sure that everyone has their piece, their part, that Mm -hmm. they feel included and heard and stuff like that. um, It just, you know, these memories will go on forever, really for me. Uh, You know, me as well. I wanted to just bring up three things that happened on the trip for people who are thinking about a girl's trip. One is that we have a friend, Felicia. Um, As you know, she puts together a Google album. She kind of curates. And Lisa also kind of curates the photos overnight for us. So having someone who's in charge of the photo memories is amazing. I think it was you, Tish, that encouraged we all brought a cup from Starbucks from our city and gave them to our hosts um, as a thank you. And it was like Portland, Oregon, Boston, New York, California, Charlotte. It was such a cute idea because then they had a set of mugs and people I'm sure will go to their house and be like, why do you have a mug from Portland, Oregon? Well, I was in Portland the weekend before, so I bought a Portland mug. I really loved that we wanted to commemorate that aspect where we're all from and share it with them. And then lastly, our other friend, Ellen, who has been a guest on our show, who is our plein air artist, um, she brought boas and these were like multicolored boas and everyone got one and there were feathers all over and up and down and we took pictures with them and we were a little raunchy with them. But, you know, what she did was she brought another thing to the quote unquote party for us to be silly and have fun with. And it is that source of joy. And don't forget, she also brought her paints 
Yes. And she commemorated the backyard. She did a painting of that. And I would like to um, get get a photo, she, get her to send yeah. the photo of that so, so we can have it. But again, she kind of had removed herself, was sitting, you know, everyone was in the pool. She came out of the pool, sat at the table and was painting the palm tree at the side of the, you know, and it was just beautiful. Um, just so- beautiful. It, it's um, gouache, which is kind of like a, a, a richer watercolor type of medium that she does. So let's put a link to her website and her newsletter, because I believe she's going to put put it in there. But, you know, oh, love I mean, it. Yes. everything we've just talked about, Tish, goes back to show that these do not have to be lifelong friends. You can get your new crew, your old crew. You can mix a crew. It can be really a staycation in your town. It doesn't have to be anything other than getting away, letting go of the day-to-day, you know, whatever that is in your life and being together. And I have to say big thanks to Lisa and Nigel May for hosting us. And, you know, to those that didn't make it, we can't wait to have you in Palm Springs in 2024, because that's the other thing. Have somebody plan the next one. Um, But uh, these are some really good um, reasons why midlife road trips or girls getaway are so important. You know, it's and, and I want to also like reiterate here you know, we have some people who have really high powered jobs mm-hmm. and to take this time away to go and do this. We're not talking about, we're all retired, you know, right. One or right. two of us are retired. That's it. It was not easy or to say to their spouse, I'm going to take this time with friends and not with you all, but I'm telling you, it's important. It's important mm-hmm. for your soul to reconnect with girlfriends in this way and build these kind of memories, not to take anything away from spouses and, and, and significant others, but there's something about what it does for your own growth, your soul, your everything to have these girlfriend connections. And if you don't have them in the way that you want them, you be the builder. You be the super connector that starts bringing people together Um, because it's worth your time. It's worth the time. It's worth the effort. Um, Yeah. And we'll, we'll post, we'll post some photos of the trip on our website, on on our socials, on our website. We'll also put the link to the seven fathoms rum and the super towel warmer for your bathroom. Get ready for those holiday gifts. Um, till next week, midlifers. And one one last thing. If you listen to our podcast and you've done one of your incredible girlfriend trips, share it with us. Mm, Send we'd it love to it. our email at, you know, positivelymidlifepod.com. Um, um, we want to see these pictures as well. We want to share. We want to really create this conversation, this community. I know we have people from all over the world that I think we're up to was it 55 countries? Yes. I mean, it's <laughs> no. crazy. Um, we want to hear from you. So if you're listening to us from overseas, reach out. We want to hear from you. That's right. Welcome Luxembourg. And till next week, midlifers.
The Positively Midlife podcast will drop every Wednesday. Become part of our tribe of women excited to thrive in midlife. Like, subscribe, and follow us wherever you listen and invite your friends along. Until next time, have a great week.